and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. Yeah, we are back, folks, and we're ready to kick you in the butt with all new content. Wow, you're really going for it. Yeah, you told me before the podcast, you were like, you need to really pick it up, make sure that you get it going right from the start, and baby, I'm going. I think I said I, I need you to carry this episode. Oh, why? Yeah, I just we just saw a crazy-ass movie that was like so intense yep. and gory, yep. and um, you know those images are stuck in my head. Guys, we saw Hide and Seek. I bet you didn't think it was going to be that movie the way Ashley was describing it. But yes, there was a bit of bit of gore in it. But yeah, it was kind it was of shocking. It was suspenseful. It was action packed. It was a good movie, right? It was just being scared for like two hours. Well, that's not true. That I was on the sca- edge of my seat. There was nothing scary about this movie. What? It was violent. It was a little funny. Yeah, there were some funny moments. Um, it was scary though. It was suspenseful. Suspenseful. My my pulse was up. Yeah, sure, mm-hmm. sure. But like you didn't think you were going to get killed at some point. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I was safe. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the show. <laughs> and uh, thank you guys so much for- Should we start again? Let's the start mo- again. That, yep. No, that's called the movie minute. <laughs> we do this all the time now. We do the movie minute. I saw a movie this week aside from hide and seek. What did you see? I saw Britney runs a marathon with my mother when I was in New Jersey. And we both thought it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. No good no good boys. No, nothing like good boys. I don't know. Do we even talk about that we saw I this don't on think this? We, we did. never talk about when we actually see when we yeah. watch stuff that isn't reality. Believe we never it or not, it. we watch a bunch of other stuff. That's not true. It is true. We're also watching the righteous gemstones. That's new for me. Sabrina. Okay, that was the one thing. Friday Night Lights. (laughs) That was the second thing. And that happened, I think, in 2018. Listen, I don't really have time for anything else other than reality TV and your stray wrestling match and things of that nature. I don't watch anything good. What about what what a normal person? Well, that's what I'm saying. My new thing now is to watch good shit that people have been telling me to watch, and I watch all of it, everything that I could possibly can, and I finish it. I close the book, Ash. Yeah. And it started with a little show called Fleabag, folks. That's right. In two days, I watched two seasons of Fleabag, uh, unbeknownst to Ashley, she didn't even know I was going to pop that motherfucker on. Did you really, first off, so much cussing right out the bat. No, second there isn't. Off, I just said one F. Second off, did you really watch Fleabag? Because I came in here a couple times. I sat down on the couch and I watched the scenes and you were like going through your change. You're moving shirts around. Listen, you had it playing in the background. Be honest. No, th- that might have been a moment in which I had to get a few things done. But you were you don't doing understand. all sorts of stuff, I was on Nick. The, yeah, I was on the elliptical. I watched two episodes on the elliptical intently. Okay. I watched the entire thing but when you watch six episodes pretty much back to back to back to back to back to back yeah like you have to kind of do some stuff while it's happening you guys were unemployed okay well what, what the hell we just we, stopped our summer job i decided to crush a, a couple seasons of fleabag we're in our we're in our job break in between jobs who knows what our next job will be my next job starts on saturday i start teaching kids ashley you're out yeah i need to i, I well yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't know what you're gonna do i gotta get a job folks <laughs> Um, uh, but yes, I, I watched Fleabag and that kind of, uh, was where I decided, you know what, I'm going to just start watching things and finishing things because there's too many things that are out there that I'm like on my mental cue. Okay. I'll get to that. And yeah. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are blowhards that feel the same way. There's so much goddamn shit to watch on Stop TV. Stop cussing so Why much. Why can't I say GDS? <laughs> I think that we should make this podcast family friendly. No. <laughs> no. How am I going to talk about cock rings? You know what I mean? We we need those moments. Dear Lord. You know what? I think that you and I are like the exact opposite when it comes to consuming content because like you, it is like a, it is truly a labor of love. Like you have a checklist, you have to do it. You start looking at it like it's an assignment, like something that you have to mark off or otherwise, I don't know, you're going to be out of the loop. I don't know what you're worried about happening. I, on the other hand, I just go in and out of stuff. I'm just not committing to anything, walking from one room to the next. Well, out of the loop in which way, do you mean? Like out of the loop on the actual thing I'm watching or out of the loop like with society, keeping up with the Joneses? On the actual thing you're watching. Yeah, I don't want to be out of the loop. I want to see it from the very beginning and I want to see it through till the end. I know, but you have so many things. Everybody's got so many things. Ashley, everybody is watching. 
And I'm telling you, everybody's watching everything. I don't know if I believe that. It's true. Everybody's watching everything. I, I have friends. I have family. They're all watching everything. I don't watch anything. So I started with Fleabag, and I fucking finished that shit. We'll think, start next week with the curse. <laughs> I think everybody's watching different things, and you feel the pressure to watch all of it. Well, no. I, now the other thing that I was like, I should watch that, I should watch that, I crushed every possible episode of, and that is Succession. I watched a first season which was 10 episodes and then five episodes which is the fifth episode happened uh you know last week and actually the sixth episode is airing tonight when we're recording this ash and i'm caught up with succession it's my favorite television show of all time uh don't at me i i love it uh so much it's the best show in the world you know what show i really wanted to get into was the i we were talking too much about scripted television no we're not this is the part this is the run and gun part of our show ash <laughs> the part that we need to pad out this episode to make the, what we're saying later about reality seem more important harlots i started watching it it's a bbc show it's on hulu i, I watched episode one season one loved it was very excited to watch the second episode, decided I could not commit to a scripted television show. What the hell? It's too much. It's 45 minutes. No, it's too Ashley, much. Ashley, I'll do 23-minute no. King of the Hill. Yeah, I'll do 23 minutes. I bet you will. I will not do 45 minutes. Well, f well, first of all, Succession, every episode is an hour and five minutes, including... That's too long. You know what? I thought it was too long, too. But honestly, these these episodes are so good that you want more. I think the problem is Harlots probably wasn't that good. It was incredibly good, Nicholas. It probably was not. It was so good. I mean, you would want to watch more of it. I don't think that's true. Folks, and we also started watching The Righteous Gemstones, which is a very fantastic program on the HBO. And it uh, stars Danny McBride, uh, 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 other folks. John Goodman. John Goodman is in this thing. Uh, also other people. Walton Goggins. Adam Devine. You can't remember anyone's Walton name. Walton Goggins. Oh, okay. That's good. And you know what? He's actually at the gym. I see that he's in this show called The Unicorn, which is a new CBS uh, show that's coming out. And it's like, I kind of want to watch it because I like that guy and i don't like cbs shows huh bazinga bazinga i uh this is and it's not uh one of those sitcoms it's mm. like uh like a regular it kind of looks like a, a this is us style uh, whatever but a comedy maybe and also one of the women that was <sighs> you in, lost me what you don't mm. ever heard of a comedy nah i'm not into it and uh, some woman that was in britney runs a marathon is uh was your in favorite movie well. yeah well not my favorite movie i've been seeing a lot of stuff lately it was um, fine. So, yeah, it was fine. You said, you brought up that you saw this at the gym, right? Yes. And what did we do this morning? We went to the gym. Yes, yes, and why yes. is that? I don't know. Nick. Oh, I go to the gym every morning. No, Everybody knows that. I'm going to become hot. It's my all new right, thing. All right, all right, all right. I've You're decided I want to be really smoking hot. Now, I'll tell and you so this right now, blowhards. I know that you guys have Googled Ashley. Everybody Googles the podcast hosts that they're listening to. Ashley's hot, folks. Come on. She's hot. Thank you. I appreciate it. I want to be smoking hot. So I am started going to the gym. I started thinking about it. And I'm pretty excited for the winter, just to be really hot in the winter. Smoking hot. Now, what it, what constitutes smoking hot to you? Just like hot, you know, just a hot girl. What does that mean? What does a hot girl 100 look like? I don't 100% know. She's trim. She's fit. She wears crop tops. Crop tops. I want to wear a crop top. Drop top. I want to wear a crop top. I want to wear, I don't know, a dress. I don't know. Nice shoes. A dress. You can wear I guess, a dress. I guess I just want to start dressing better is what, really what I'm saying. And you're saying that uh, if you get, quote unquote, smoking hot, you'll be mm -hmm. able to get better clothes. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be smoking hot, and I'm gonna take a bunch of pictures, and I'm gonna put them on the internet. I thought you were about to say I'm gonna be smoking hot. I'm gonna take a bunch of pills, and then I'm gonna <laughs> rule the world. Um, so wait, hold on. So not only are you you're you're going to the gym now, yeah, mm -hmm. and you've been going. Pretty, pretty consistently the past week or so. Yeah, I would say so. Three or four times a week. Ain't bad. It ain't bad. And uh, then you're also going to do what? Are you going to still eat croissants every No, meal? I cut out croissants. Are you sure? I cut out you croissants and cookies. And you, those but you are love the, cookies, Ash. I know, but I'm, there are things I love more, like rice. I won't give that up. Um, and you got to give rice I'm up. not going to give it's up rice. It's unfortunate, but you do, yes. And I'm not going to give up pasta. Wait a minute. Now, <laughs> what's going on here? You're just going to eat rice-filled pasta? pasta? Uh-huh, yeah. I can have as much pasta as I want, just no cookies. No cookies. Those are the rules. No cookies. And no croissants. Because you know what? I was just in this habit, I feel like, for the past 
the year of like getting a croissant and a coffee before I go to like my job or interview or whatever I'm doing that day. Like I would just grab a croissant and a coffee. And um, by three o'clock, you're calling me up. You're battered. You're bruised. You're crying. You can't get through your day and because you're crashing. I'm crashing. My energy does drop. And I go, why am I so tired? Nick, why am I so tired? And I think it might have something to do with what I'm eating. Three croissants a day. They say that's too much. Anyway, first off, that's not how many croissants I'm eating. I'm eating one a day. One to two. And that's insane. That's too many croissants. It you is know? a lot of croissants. I, Seven croissants a like, week, that's too much. Why are coffee shops not giving me a, like a, a, a healthy option? Well, I think they do. Everyone you walk into, it's like, would you like this puffy bread or this puffy bread? That's what people do because we love the French. Okay, number one. We love the French. We want to be the French. Mm-hmm. All, all little neighborhoods want to be little French neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, look at here. It's a patisserie, a witch and we will give you... Okay, you went from like a little Irish woman yes. to a scary French Yes, man. I had to convert my voice from French. one annoying uh, stereotype to another. Well, listen, Ash, you're cutting out on the croissants. You're I met a real life Irishman last night. No, what? I told you. I think, didn't I tell you? And he called me darling. I like that you said real life, other yeah. than what? <laughs> your your a impersonation. No, just like. Hey, darling, do you know how to get over to the Larney Rock? It was interesting because when he was talking to me, he sounded like you when you're doing your impersonation. Hey, darling. And so I was like, is this is this guy being for real? But then it was clear that he was very for real. Hey, hey fucko, drop the stupid accent. Let's actually talk. I'm a friggin' Brooklynite. Yeah, that didn't happen, but it would have oh. been crazy if it did. <laughs> it would have been, been wild. Dude, you're right. You are you are a little sluggish. Yeah. We got- what? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing my awesome impressions. Your yeah. eyes won't stay open. What do you want me to say? I want you to tell me what this man looked like. He just looked did like a- Did he have a wee bit of hat on? <laughs> did he have little clogs in which he was like, click, 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 click. Listen, guys. I'm- he was wearing a polo. What? Yep. Was it of uh, the the Notre Dame man? It was a Ralph Lauren polo. Well, oh. Excuse me, Ralph Lauren. I said Lauren. It's And it's not Lauren. No, it's Lauren, just like the name, Ralph Lauren, but Ra- we all fancy it up. I heard it's Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren. <laughs> uh, so listen, I watched a lot of shit, you know, I'm very Stop proud cussing. of- What? I said next step. <laughs> and no, not a next step. Folks, listen, go to our Twitter. We have a poll up. Do you like the fucks or do you not? Do you, are you a fuck person or are you a freak person? Tell me right now. I don't know why I care so much tonight. Is there anything more embarrassing when you're with an adult and they say friggin'? Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that is bad. Or like shoot. 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 My yeah. fucking. <laughs> that's always fun. Sometimes you'll say that. Sometimes I'm like, this friggin' guy can't suck his own dick. <laughs> Ashley, <laughs> I got Ashley choking on her drink. She's got a Diet Pepsi. Where <laughs> Ashley, you're dying. Get out of here. <laughs> I had to listen. I don't want to edit this out, so I had to make sure people knew that I wasn't wasn't theater of their mind. You're literally choking to death, and I'm sitting here laughing, not helping you. Yeah, I don't know. That one really got me. <laughs> I was taking a sip of my drink and I shouldn't have been. It's a misdirection, folks. Everybody thought I was going to say a different curse word. Instead, I said... Don't explain the magic. All right, fine. Uh, I'm sorry. I laughed for a second at you coughing and choking. I laughed and I actually let out what I assumed to be the Joker's laugh because that's the next movie I'm very excited about seeing is Joker. Are you going to go see Joker? Is that going to be too scary for you? No, I'm definitely going to see that. What? That's going to scare you. I don't care. He's acting his ass off and I want (laughs) to see it. He is acting his ass off. I am very much looking forward to this movie. The trailer, I, I intently watch the trailer every time it drops the trailer is has like a magic of its own it's great it's great. incredible i was thinking about that today when during uh the hide and seek trailers when yeah. that one came on because you had leaned over to me and said this movie looks like the most boring movie in the world and it was some other movie i don't even i can't remember what it was can you no yeah i remember exactly what it was uh, it was like a brad it? pitt as an astronaut movie oh, and like i was like Ad astra could not follow the trailer it was just yeah. like lots of like long shots of interiors and someone talking very monotone about duty 
and then Brad Pitt looking forlorn into the distance. And I was like, wow, what a striking difference this is between this boring ass trailer and that piece of art that we just saw right before it, which was the Joker trailer. Yeah, I also kind of wanted to laugh incredibly hard at the Will Smith trailer where he plays his younger self. It's like, do we have to watch this thing again where yeah. like some Jason B- almost said Jason Bjorn uh Jason Bourne uh character has a baby and carries him in a Bjorn yeah and a baby Bjorn it's uh the trailer that was awful Will Smith is we're not gonna Will Smith isn't coming back he's a Will Smith could come back he's an Instagram star now he could come back he's an influencer he's fun he's been downgraded to influencer did not like him in Aladdin I went to see Aladdin for the Will Smith performance and then realized that as much as I love Will Smith it just seemed wrong. What was wrong with him in that movie? He was great I know that in the, the movie, movie was really Listen, racist. I'm Will, Smith's, I'm Will Smith's biggest fan, okay? I'm going to go see whatever movie he's in. I'm going to go see this movie where he's fighting his younger self, of course. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Bet you money I'll go see that movie. Bet you, well, there's a movie that's on Netflix. It's like the worst movie ever. It's a Netflix original. I think it's called Glow. He stars in it. You want to watch it? Yeah, let's watch it tonight. No. Yes. I don't want to watch that movie. You know what we have been, we started watching. That Finish I'm very, what you're saying about uh, what you were saying just before. Oh, Will Smith was great. He was wonderful in it, but the fact remains that he's not Robin Williams. And so there just felt like a weirdness there the entire time. Like, I was, like, excited to watch Will Smith play the genie, could not get over the fact that, you know, it wasn't Robin Williams. And that's my own fault, y'all, okay? That's it me. It's her, guys. I need to move past that. She needs to move past this. Um, we had a big weekend. I saw three celebrities this weekend. What? Yeah, three celebrities. What do you mean? I mean, I saw three celebrities oh, I this get weekend. It. I mean, explain. I saw a celebrity on, I saw two celebrities on Friday that I like really like a lot, and then one today. Um, on Friday, I was eating at a restaurant, and this artist that I support on Patreon, their name is Bunny Michael, big fan of their work. I've been supporting them on Patreon for years. Okay, never met them in real life. And they sat down like two seats over from me at a restaurant. And I was just like, wow, this is crazy. I did not approach them, okay? Because I am I will never do that again after what happened with Tori Deal. So that's Tori out. was incredibly nice. Yeah, Tori was great. I can't handle the idea of having another bad photo like that. <laughs> like where I'm like, I want to put this up, but I look horrible. Hey, you know what, guys? If we get to, let's just say before the end of the year, if we get to 100 and 50 reviews we we did forgot to say we'll say it right now after i'm done but if we get to 150 reviews ashley brooke roberts and i will release the tory photo in full what that's nick. right i'm telling you nick it's important nick, now you guys can't promise them that i have to promise them that it's, i've done it i you know i don't like editing it's not coming out but folks what you're gonna need to do and you could do it right now is scroll down to the bottom of the apple podcast app and rate this podcast five stars and give us a review, okay? Write something nice about us. Tell us that we're cute. Who knows? I'll leave it up to you as long as it's posy because we're trying to get 100 uh, reviews before the end of the year. We're around 60 or so right now as we record this, and we'd like 100 reviews because uh, we feel like that would be the goodwill that we need to keep going with this podcast and giving you guys um, amazing content each what, and really, every week. What I want are stickers, okay, for the podcast, Actually, and we we want some sort of a sticker. I want stickers. And so we made an agreement with each other. If we got 100 reviews by the end of the year, we get stickers and we get new microphones. Okay? The internet just sends you stickers if you get 100 reviews on anything. But now Nick is promising that if we get 150 five-star reviews, he'll release that picture. Yeah. And I think we should have talked about this before I, you said that. You know what? When you said running and gunning in the beginning of this thing, did you say that? I have no idea. But uh, that's it's just like no no take backsies. Okay? We all know wow. that. Yeah. Wow. So we are going to release that. are coming in hot. Sweat Stains and all. We're going to get... Uh, You're going to do the uncropped version? Uncropped version. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. There's two versions of this. I'll tell you, 125, you get the cropped version. <laughs> 125, we get a cropped version. 150, we're doing a full-blown... Tori standing next to sweaty ass Ashley. Stop it. One tit is going this way. <laughs> the other 
that way. <laughs> Guys, this picture is fucked. Get us to 150. Wow. I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, you should be. Uh, okay, so you saw these two folks. Um, one uh, person was a... Uh, I saw Bunny Michael, who I support on Patreon, right, artist. Right, right. Love them on Instagram. Follow them on Instagram. What restaurant was it? Plug that. It was in Westville and Chelsea, okay? The Westville, folks. Delicious food. There are three locations I know of. Yeah, the Chelsea one's my favorite. Um, so I like then, the I like the Avenue A one. Oh, the Avenue A one's good too. Yeah, East Village is mine. That's yeah. my place. I, Chelsea, I prefer. Um, so then I go, I leave there. I'm like, wow, I saw Bunny. That's so great. And I leave there and I get on the train to take the one train down to the West Village. And um, I see getting off the train, y'all, Justin from Are You the One, season eight cutie patootie that everybody was fighting about in the reunion that we will be talking about wait a okay? minute you saw justin i saw justin he was carrying like a big wait hold on you saw justin uh-huh i walked like it was like a foot away from the one him. that everybody wants to fuck besides kai yes oh my god mm-hmm. yeah the one that everyone's go- going crazy for and i'll say this y'all he was fine he was so cute he was kind of smiling he had his airpods in ripped beautiful i mean he just he he exude he had like an an essence and i was like he is sexy i I get it now everybody on this show like episode four or something there was like a little joke where they made that he has they were playing a game and uh they were like who's got the worst style and it was justin and everybody agreed now would you consider seeing this man in real life that justin has bad style no what was he wearing? All I, I could really see was his beautiful face and his ripped arms. He was wearing like a muscle tee. And he had like a big like Tupperware type thing. Like one, one of these things. What do you call those? Like a crate oh, a tub? type thing? He had a yeah. tub with but a top? like half the size of that. Like a long skinny one. And he had it in his arms. He had it on a book bag. He had it on like some Bluetooth earphones. He wow. was kind of smiling a little. Wow. You think he was listening to our podcast probably? I, I, I'm, I know for a fact he was. Wow, that's very cool. Yeah, he was like, Ashley, is that you? I'm a big fan. Uh, and that's how. Did you think for a second about stopping him and been like, are you the one, dog? I did. Congrats, I, on, the, congrats on, the, honestly, on the 75 or whatever? If he didn't have headphones in, I was going to say, congrats, you you are my favorite season. You're on my favorite season. Yeah. Because I really think this Are You The One season eight was the best season, hands down, of the franchise. I, I love the season from beginning to end. But Ashley, we're not, Ashley picked up in season four. We're not talking about, we'll save that for the last half of the podcast. But so that was my celebrity sighting then. And then, so that was Friday, saw two. And then on Sunday, you and I got brunch in Williamsburg and another artist that I'm a big fan of. I buy like their stuff and I bought their books and um, I follow them on Instagram and Twitter is Adam JK. He was sitting five seats down from us and I was desperately trying to eavesdrop on his conversation about Twitter. Uh, and what what do you think they were talking about? It just seemed like they were talking about like that doesn't work or it's like you have Twitter, to do you have this. To do, oh, you think you're going to get some tips, dog? Yes. Wow. Yes, that's why I was shushing you. You know, um, I've seen some people. Who have you seen? Okay. First of all, in my own GD neighborhood, okay, I've seen three musical artists that I like. Mm. All right. We'll go uh, number one. In a place called Owl Juice, which does not exist anymore. R.I.P. Owl Juice, you brought us some very weird memories. Yes. I saw the hip-hop group, two members of them, I believe. Could have been all three, of uh, Rat King. Okay. I that's their name. Okay, and, and one of those rappers is a guy named Wiki, who's kind of popular now. You may know him from an Adidas commercial that plays on Roku every once in a while. Okay. Wiki's a big ra- New York rap kid guy. I saw him. It was very exciting for me as I am a rap fan. Then, this is chronological order. Okay. I was at Cobra Club, okay? It was Heard a- of it. after the Live From Outer Space comedy show, way after, in the back where there was karaoke mm-hmm. and also where people smoke cigarettes. I saw the one and only, he lives in this neighborhood and also records. Bruce Ma- Springsteen. Mac DeMarco. Oh. I saw Mac you DeMarco. Saw Mac DeMarco That's at right. Cobra Club? That's right. We saw Mac DeMarco in concert. We did. We left early because they're, his fans are terrible. Well, they're all like teens. They're teens. And they're all doing like tons of drugs. And, and they're like bros kind of, in my opinion. F- they're like bro-ish teens doing drugs. And my favorite memory like from any concert comes from that night do you remember what happened with the, the moccasins oh oh a colin moccasin okay right, so they're yeah, like yeah. A, a experimental noise band from like sweden <laughs> they've got 
I love that. We'll just go with that. Okay, so they're, they're like, like a folk group. No, but they're doing like things <laughs> with triangles and like like yeah, um, they're artsy. By what are those beats called? Like binaural beats or whatever. They're doing. I don't all really sorts remember. I'm not that big of a fan. But the guy's very like um, skinny. He's got on like a big hat. Folks, and think he- about the biggest hipster douchebag you've ever seen. Now I'm saying that with all the all the love in the world, but I need you guys to picture like I'm talking like a big long big fedora looking hat like with no, a feather in it. No, not a fedora at all. Like huge white brim like the hat that beyonce wore those are fedoras too with the wide brim it's like uh, the, there's the cuban looking ones i'm telling you and then there's these other ones that that the original kings of comedy he uh, looked like an amish man almost like yes. one of those oh big, yeah it was giant kind of like that hats. you're right you're yeah. right and it's in um the, what vit beyonce video okay formation mm-hmm. right she has that giant hat on yes Okay, it was like that. Okay, so that's what this skinny, like, he looks like, on stage, he looks like he's six foot six. Yeah, maybe weighs 90 pounds, long, stringy, blonde hair. So he's doing, he's playing this music. He's being, like, very, like, trippy. And who is also at the concert, y'all? Well, he he doesn't, it's not that he's at the concert. Colin's like, I want to bring my friend out. No. I'm telling you, this is how it happened. This is how weird it was. Because from backstage, I want to bring my Hi guys, thanks for my. No, he said we have set. a very special guest tonight. Yeah. Yes, but he came from backstage. He okay. wasn't like at the concert. Well, no, we saw him at the concert before. We saw him at the merch table. Did, did we? <laughs> yes. Oh. When we walked in, and we were like, "That's weird that Jeff Ross is <laughs> Jeff here." Jeff Ross. We didn't say who it was. <laughs> yeah. It's Jeff Ross, the roast master, yeah. folks. Do you guys know Jeff Ross? He's the roast <laughs> He's master. He's the guy who roasts everybody's bald. He, he's ro- he roasts people. He's known for his cutting comedy. So then the singer is like, "Do you guys want to see me get roasted? <laughs> Do you want to see me get roasted? Who wants to see me get roasted?" <laughs> and all these like teens are like, "Like yeah, they're like so they're like screaming." Because it it seems as if he's talking about getting high, and like you can see people holding up burning things, you know. And he's like, "Who wants to say me get roasted?" And then Jeff just came out and was like, "Me and him." And he's everybody. Like, yeah, last time I saw a hat like that, it came with a free bowl of soup. Am I right, <laughs> folks? And then the audience started booing. Let's talk about Southern Charm, guys. We actually dipped into season four of Southern Charm. We watched two episodes last night. Ashley said she's got some uh, quick notes. I have thoughts, y'all. Okay, season four. Very heavy Landon episode coming out of the gate. Okay, first up, mostly Landon. Nick, how'd you feel about that? I was thrown that we were still dealing with Landon in season four. I thought that she was gone. But, really uh, thought she would be out of there. But not not the case. In fact, she's very important. She's seems to be like a major storyline. Also, there's a new guy named Austin. I kind of like him. Kind of like him, too. I mean, I, I've been bitten before by saying I like a man on this cast. Yeah, so uh, who knows? All of them, really. Yeah. So uh, who knows what's going to happen? Um, I, I do find it interesting, and I kind of think it's deserved and i'm interested by the fact that it looks like this season people are going to call uh shep out on his lifestyle on the party yeah it really does seem like that is getting more attention yeah, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that hopefully he gets the help he needs i and... had a realization that while we were watching the episode the first episode and the second episode now when we did our season three um thoughts with julia johns nick we went around and we said who were our favorite characters, right? Who were our favorite personalities on the show? And I said Catherine and Craig, and I feel like you guys gave me some pushback um, because I think that within our group, the idea is that it's like Shep is also is is the main main to, main up there at the top, right? And I think I backpedaled on the episode. I'll have to listen to make sure. But I think I was like, I just like Craig because he's nice to to Catherine. Do you remember me saying that? Yes, of course. And I agree. Um, But I realized when we started season four that I like Craig because he's Craig. Okay? Craig makes me laugh. I think he's funny. He's a good character. And I think he's also a good guy, even though he does seem to lie. I do agree. Craig is a good, seems to be a good guy. I It did thrill me to find out that he's still having to deal with the fact <laughs> that he didn't take the bar. And I that, he didn't that. even he didn't even finish his final paper yeah. in law school. Yeah, he hasn't talked to Shep all summer. He's not doing anything. He's but been he's, gardening. He's gardening. He's building like um a, like a little wooden platform for his barbecue or, yeah. some, or some shit. I like his girlfriend, Naomi. I liked her. But just Craig was cracking me up. Him calling Shep out when they're at the they're hitting those balls at the um, batting cages, loved that. 
Um, and I loved when Cameron and Shep started talking about Craig, and they reminded me of him. I don't know why Craig's the star for me so far. He's funny. I find the storylines funny. And they. It, I think when it's all said and done, the Craig uh, did uh, won't take the bar exam storyline is my favorite storyline in all of uh, all of <laughs> uh, of like, uh, Southern Charm. Do you want to be a lawyer? And he's like, "Why are you asking me that, man?" And it's just really great. Just he, constantly people asking him if he really wants to be a lawyer. It also makes me laugh that he still and this is like a season two thing. I kind of feel like he has still said that he's like, "Nah, man, I I can't. I gotta wait till like a month before the bar to start." start studying it's just like he has not learned from his mistakes also he's clearly lying about waiting he's like when they're talking about he's like i finished my paper shep and it's just like just waiting for the ink to dry man just waiting for he's like he's like i'm waiting for my uh my uh my uh, yeah, he's waiting to hear back. He's waiting for his diploma or something. Uh, I don't know. Naomi was like, "Are you? What's going on? Are you getting your step and repeat like this? It's a whole like." Yeah, I feel like he's lying. I don't think he took his final. Thing. I feel like he's just a sweet boy who's been. I don't know. He's somehow gone off the good trail. And he doesn't. Know? He doesn't want to be a lawyer. Clearly. clearly, he wants to be on reality TV on a very successful television show. But he's a kooky person. I mean, Shep read him right. He wrote a, a cookbook when he was a teen. He's out there gardening. He's out there. Uh, woodworking he's building a platform and craig um apparently uh doesn't fit in with his family this yeah. is the theory behind is it whitney that came no, up Shep with this theory that. Shep? Shep's like his whole family's jocks yeah and he's like he's like a naughty wrote a cookbook basically yeah. saying that he want he's coming down here with the pastels and yeah the, and the pop the, collar and the pop collar and he's trying to be somebody he's not and who is craig i i do like this uh storyline um and also it's like <laughs> You hear people like Cameron being like, uh, you ain't got no job. I don't want to talk to you. Except for the incredibly wealthy guys that don't need jobs, which she loves. Yeah, she's but, quick to forgive them. But it's it's interesting. It's like, what do you mean you ain't got no job? He's on a successful television show. Yeah. It's in its fourth season. And also, 100%. The fact that they don't acknowledge this to me is odd. But when she Cameron's going over to meet him for the first time, she's like, yes, he lied to my face. You know, that's what Craig did. He lied to our, all of our faces. And But I'll forgive him, you know. And it's like she still will not forgive Catherine, who has done nothing to her, but quick to forgive Craig, who lied to her. It's wild. Catherine had like a um, hostile takeover of the of the show. I, I think that's what they're in their eyes. Yeah. So I feel like they think of her as the enemy who has right. stolen this television show from them. Yeah. And, and she did. Craig is always and good for her. Craig has always been a person that was going to be cast on this show. Yeah. So she doesn't feel that way about Craig. Craig's like on the inner circle of the people who are the original cast of this show. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I kind of feel like that's what's going on here. I mean, what's interesting is this is a Bravo reality show. And uh, you never really question this about any of the housewives, like why they don't have a job, because there's like the conceit of housewives is they're the wealthiest people in the town they live right, in or right, whatever. Right, right, right. And so it's just like if they had a job, and they're also older women usually yeah. who a lot of them would be people who would just be mo- you know moms and stuff and, and, and just retired people for however they made their nut in the world. So you don't ask those questions. Like you're not expecting uh, a housewife to be working at Target or have any job. I mean, they'll have a shoe business, you know, things that they can do Wine. for the show. Right. But uh, it's different on this show because it's not a housewife show. So it's like Cameron isn't incredibly wealthy. So she has a job and expects people to have a job. But it's Cameron would be weird is rich. if he was. Wouldn't it Cameron be Cameron is rich, though. Okay. I'm not into the storyline of Cameron not being rich. She clearly is. She seems pretty rich, but also, I th- wouldn't it be weird if, like, your Craig was your lawyer? Yeah, I you're would, like, I would I, be like, wait, you're the guy whose storyline for the first three seasons is that you're not, <laughs> you're not a lawyer, and yeah. you probably don't want to be a lawyer. I don't want you to be my fucking lawyer. Yeah, it seems like it ruins the whole deal. Truly. The show kind of ruins him being same thing yeah. with like, you know, Ravenel for Senate. It's like uh, the guy who's the the having the uh, I- I'm. 
I made love to a 18 year old and now she's pregnant uh, storyline. Mm-hmm. You can't be my senator. Right, like, right. It's the whole show blows all these storylines, really, when you think about them. So I like that T Rav was on, and uh, I, I need to not call him by his nickname because I do feel like it makes him more likable. I like that Thomas was on that show in season one or whatever, talking about his cocaine arrest and saying, like, um, I, it's it's not, you know, I don't even really like cocaine. I just love the way it smells, you know? And yeah. then it was like, I'm going to run for Senate. And then also sicked his uh, lawyers and people on his estranged baby mother yeah. uh, because she smoked weed. I don't know what's going on with Catherine so far in season four. I will say I was, I was happy to see her. You know, I was happy that she was there. I would like to watch more. And I'm sure we will find out more what's going on with Catherine because she's got to be, a you know, so far she hasn't really mingled with the cast. We saw her call Craig and talk to her, Craig and Naomi. And we saw her um, hang out with Danny. And then we saw everyone else talk about her. Yeah. I mean, what's her name? Um, Whitney's mom. Uh, Priscilla uh, Patricia Patricia she's not on that screen for more than 30 seconds before she brings up Catherine Takes I was like you gotta be kidding me now uh, but you've noticed that her son Whitney not really taking shots at Catherine Whitney's doing something interesting y'all okay on the first episode two people try and talk shit about Catherine to Whitney and he like his body language changes he kind of backs up he's kind of like yeah I don't know I, I wish the best for her he's not participating Participating in this shit talking and he's uncomfortable by it and we saw him hug her at the end of the season three reunion nick has a theory lay it on us i think that he's got a pr person who is like hey you realize you're coming off like a misogynistic creep and maybe don't gang up on the per- the woman who's half your age and be a person that looks like you're a uh, an ally to, yeah. uh, to young people that aren't as fortunate as you. You're not looking good here, Wit. Can you change the narrative, Wit? Yeah. Can you not be so cruel to the 22-year-old single mom yeah. who's clearly been taken advantage of by this creepy friend of yours? And I think he's trying to change the narrative, folks. I hope so. We see we we find out that he fired his actress girlfriend and he has a new actress girlfriend who's a model who was a lot of fun. Her name was Daisy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. Well, he said that me and Svetlana or whatever, her name Did is. Did you just call her Slut Lana? <laughs> I meant to say Slut. <laughs> what? I thought I said Slut Lana. Slut Lana. You're not saying it right at all, but the first time you definitely said Slut Lana. <laughs> I was like, damn, Ashley. What the fuck? I did not mean to say that. Okay. You know Slut Lana. What's her name? I don't think it's Svetlana. Slut from the, okay, but. How Is do it you Svetlana? S- if I it's don't... Svetlana, it said Svetlana, okay. not Slutlana. That's not what I was Slurplana, trying to say. I don't know what Slurplana. I said. Listen, folks, we're going to take a break right here when we, when we come back. What? You want to say something else about Southern Charm? Yeah, one more thing. What? There's two more gals. There's this girl named Elizabeth or Lizzie or Eliza. Eliza. Don't like her. Do not like T-Rab's her. T-Rab's niece or whatever? Uh, it's like his best friend's daughter. daughter. And who then, he clearly is weirdly flirting with when they play polo. Yeah, and then they're like, she's having a pool party, y'all. And like, T- Thomas is at this pool party, like with his hands, his arms around these 25-year-old girls. And he's like, she's 25, and she broke up with her boyfriend today. And it's like, why if you're... If you're a man, right, and you're like, well, how old is Thomas? 52, 53? Yeah. So your friends, your other 53-year-old friend is hanging out at a pool party with your daughter who's in her early 20s? G-g-g-gross, folks. Also, he was, like, drunk in the pool, like, be like, I think I heard his shirt's off day. Yeah, I heard it's everybody get naked day. Yeah, come on, ladies, take them shirts off. And then there's another new character named Chelsea. Is that her name? I believe so. Or is it Madison? No, it's Chelsea. Chelsea. She's friends with Cameron, and I like her. Charlotte? Chelsea. Are you sure it's not Charlotte? I'm positive it's not Charlotte. It might be Madison. (laughs) (laughs) Well, stay tuned. But I'm 90% sure it's Chelsea, and I like her. She seems to hold her own with the cast. I do not like this, like, Cameron pushing her and Shep together. I'm like, girl, let her find her own way. He needs needs to find one woman to change him. Also, that narrative that's just, like, not the right woman. That's not, he just, he'll find the right woman who will make him settle down. That's, like, like, sexist bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah, I'm not into it. You it's still just don't like, like Cameron. I, I guess I'll never like Cameron. Mm. Do you like Danny? Do you like Catherine? Those are the girls I'm pulling for. And maybe Chelsea, Cameron? No. Madison. Chelsea. <laughs> I think I'm pulling for Chelsea, Charlotte. too. Charlotte? 
And Whitney might have won, re-won me over. But actually, I'm not going to give him that because he was heinous in season three heinous to Catherine. Even. And season two. Remember when he implied that Catherine like, had her friend um, accuse Thomas and he was like getting into all that? And even JD was like, I don't know, that's some, that's some crazy Hamlet shit he's talking about. Yeah. JD, didn't he see much of him in these first two apps? Yeah, I wonder why. Mm. God, I can't wait to watch more Southern Charm tonight. And we will, folks, but we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we are going to report back on uh, the Are You The One Season 8 finale, and also we peeped the After Buzz YouTube reunion. It was two and a half hours. Ashley and I both watched it, and uh, so we'll toss our thoughts around on that as well. So uh, stick around. We'll be right back. Bye. Oh, I'll see you in a sec, I mean. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. That's right. And we watched the best season of Are You the One that there ever was. Come one, come all. The final was last week. Big finale. And then something called After Buzz hosted a reunion. I have to say, I don't know what After Buzz is, and I should, because it seemed to be only reality TV content these people were putting out. Totally. Oh, no, they do other stuff. They have podcasts, but they're like a big uh, little conglomerate, a big little conglomerate of all things reality and things that fans have that you want to hear like an after show for they do a lot of after shows they they hell they recap the challenge every week i think that our podcast is so niche because we do uh we talk about reality television and we don't really know that much about it you know what i mean like we're not watching after buzz we're not watching bachelor we're not watching all the stuff that america seems to be watching yeah come on americans (laughs) tell us we're wrong um so Let's talk about this finale up front, okay, before we get into the reunion. Um, Well, actually, you know what? Before we talk about the finale, I want you to tell me why I'm wrong. Yeah, gladly. Yeah, tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why this wasn't the best Are You the One season of all time. I'll tell you right now, it was. I don't know that you're wrong about that. I, I'd have to rewatch things. You but. challenge me when I say it. You're always like, yeah, you, but you didn't start watching until season true. four. true. I mean, you you missed uh, season three. was pretty wild, dog. I did not see the Amanda Garcia and Devin season with also Brittany and Hunter. Yeah. I can't believe I haven't seen that season. That's what I'm saying. We have to watch that season. But I know instinctually it could not have beat this Are You the One season eight. It was so good. I loved this cast. They're so watchable. Um, the content in the house was like both messy and full of love in a way that I've never seen the Are You the One house. It's just like messy and full of like sadness usually. This was actual love. These people actually care about each other. It seemed like that. A few of them. I mean, it's always a few of them. No, but I mean like as friends. Like this this group seemed oh, yeah, more yeah, bonded yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. than any other Are You The One group. And I think that their bond made for a better viewing experience. You know what? I think that's editing. Based on all the stuff that I've seen now, you know, with the after buzz, after show, reunion, whatever you want to call it. But I, With the messiness. There was some messiness. Also some people who did not like one yeah. another that I had no idea about. Yeah. I mean, we could get into that later, but let's just talk about our thoughts on how it all panned out. Well, spoiler alert, y'all. They won the dang show. And they did it on the last possible moment, did they not? They did. But they always do it on the last possible moment. Yeah, they moment. do. They do. They won all the money. They figured it out. The editing made it. Well, they didn't win all the money, actually. They won 7500000 They did not win a million because of that blackout. S- 750000 What did I say? You said 7500000 It oh. might be the same, but it's a how an alien would put it. <laughs> 750000 7500000 is like 7500 which is not that much money at and all. And I don't think 7500000 is that. God, you, they want a lot of money, you guys. We don't do math, okay? We're podcast hosts. I failed math. You did not. Yeah, that's why I got into comedy. I failed algebra. I took algebra three times in high school. Do you know how embarrassing that is? Did I you didn't really? I get to algebra two. Yeah. You never told me this. Yep. Guys, that's the show. I can't date Ashley anymore. She ain't no math. So, um, yeah, they figured it out at the last moment, and it seemed like it came down to whether or not Amber was going to choose Justin Hold or on. Remy. You, you failed algebra three times, and yet you quiz me on my times tables all day long and yeah. laugh at me when I don't know what seven times know, eight is? You don't know times tables. 56, by the way. I, okay, listen, guys, when I first started dating Nick, I would like quiz him on times tables. You've gotten better first in our relationship. started. You did it last week. You've gotten, I, oh, I do it all the time, but I will say in the seven years or however long we've been dating, how long? 
eight years. Coming up on eight. You you would get them wrong in the beginning. Like you would struggle with six times three. You know, you would be like thinking. I know now because I quiz you so often. Hit me with one. Seven times four. Twenty eight. <laughs> what? It's twenty eight. Give me one more. Uh, Watch how quick I do it. <laughs> Give me one more. Six times eight. Forty eight. Good job. That's good. That's good. One more. Seven times nine. Sixty three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know it, guys. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what about this? Uh eight times six. Eight times six? That's yeah. forty eight. <laughs> You had to, you're not allowed to go eight times six and do it in your head. Yes, I am. You have to just hit me with the answer six times seven. Listen, forty two. We can't keep doing this. That's not what our podcast is. All right, whatever. Okay. Oh, All right, we'll God. continue. Um. So, what were we even talking about? I don't know. Are if you I, the one? I, honestly, I don't remember how many so, times I took algebra. To be honest, but I do know well, this all became because you said they won seventy five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> this has gone <laughs> off the rails, guys. I'm so sorry. It's okay, folks. Um. They won the money. Okay, they had a blackout. They lost a bunch of money. They lost a quarter of a million dollars, <laughs> however much money that is. <laughs> so then they got two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> they got three quarters. Twenty five hundred. Twenty five thousand hundred dollars. <laughs> they got three quarters of a million dollars to split, and it really seemed like it came down to whether or not Amber was a match with Justin or Remy, and. And um, they went back and forth on it. And then it turned out that, like, she picked, she ended up picking Remy, and that was the right answer. Right. Justin and Kylie were the perfect match that nobody saw coming. Yeah. Didn't see them talk. They didn't seem to know each other at the end. They were like, yeah, oh, hey, oh, so uh, what's your deal? And it's like they clearly had never interacted before. Um, Max and Kari were a perfect match. So, they won the money. It was very exciting. My is favorite it, I season. I think it's Carrie. I think you're right. It yeah. is Carrie. My favorite season, hands down. Love these people. And then, you guys, okay, Twitter became incredibly messy. Explain. I don't know anything about it. Everybody started tweeting at everybody, all sorts of different things. Remy was, like, going on. After they won, we learned the most important news which is that Remy and Paige were an actual real-life couple, and they had been for six months, and they're the cutest, most wonderful people in the world, and I love them. I want them to get a show, okay? I want them to be on the challenge. Rage. I I think they're so cute and wonderful, and they were my faves. Um, as a couple, I like them more than I do apart. Well, no, you like Remy a lot. I, don't I like know, Remy I don't a lot. know that you like Paige that much until the Remy connection. I like Paige. You know, Paige didn't get, like, a lot of screen time in the beginning. It was more just her fighting with Noor, and, like, it, none of it really made sense. I didn't know what Paige was, but now now that I know what Paige is, I love her. Well, Paige kind of had a Max-like storyline where she really hadn't come out totally to her family, and this was, like, her big foray in all this shit. And it turns out Remy was her match the whole time, and uh, Remy knew it. Remy was obsessed. Yeah, he really did. I do want to know what it was. I don't think they ever made it clear why Remy had decided it was Paige. He just decided he really liked Paige. He went for it. He was such a cutie patootie about it. I I remember one of his interviews, he was like, um, um, she looks like a sexy boy who looks like a sexy girl who's trying to look like a sexy boy or something. Yeah, it was something like that. It was a good soundbite. It was a great soundbite. Remy's so good at soundbites. Get him on the challenge also page two i bet she would be a bomb ass competitor yeah it's interesting i hadn't even really thought about it. we never even talked on the reunion when we when we recapped the last challenge we never talked about the fact that there were two commercial breaks and in those commercial breaks it was do you want to be on the challenge yeah we didn't talk about that and then you could actually sign up for uh some competition that might lead you to be on the challenge which it's is doing wild. like a, an iron man yeah, or some sort like of spartan that. race yeah spartan race that yeah. was what it was they're like they're like do you think you have what it takes to be on the challenge sign up for one of these mtv sponsored spartan races in one of these major cities and see if you can be cast in the next uh thing of the challenge it's it 
leads me to believe, I know we were talking about the challenge, it leads me to believe that there might be a fresh meat I think on there's the going to be a fresh meat. Which would be interesting, but does that also mean they're just not going to have people from Are You The One come on the show anymore? They better have Remy over? and Paige on. And I would also like to was see anybody from Was anybody from last season incorporated the challenge? No. I do not think so. I don't think anyone's been um, Are You The One since season three. Wow. No, that's not true. That's not Tori true. Deal and Cam, they were on the same season. Yeah. I think they were season four. I think that sure. might be the that might be the last season. Uh wild wild shit. Everyone since then has been on if they've done a crossover, they've gone to X on the Beach. Right. Which we stopped watching. R. I. P. X on the Beach. I'm yeah, we sorry. have no idea. We cut we cut out midway on yeah. that. I, I, I guess I we go feel that we I don't we know. keep talking. Should we go back? The situation's we might go back. out of jail now. It's like what are we doing? Are yeah. we watching these things? I don't know. Anyway, Who knows? so are you the one? Uh it was a good season. Uh, one of my favorites. It's probably my favorite, I guess. Come on, it was the best. Um and I I had a lot of loves, a lot of uh, not that many hates. There's a few, only a few people who I kind of were pissed off while watching. Who? One, Kai. I didn't like Kai. Yeah, Kai's annoying. Kai annoyed me. I, yeah. I didn't like, I mean, and you know what? You find out later, he knows. Yeah. Kai knows that he wasn't doing the right thing. Yeah. Playing with people's emotions, yeah. getting all up in Jenna's business, making her all crazy, yeah. and then kind of leaving her high and dry, and then doing that to two or three more people in the goddamn show. Uh, you know, after watching the After Buzz, Kai took a full responsibility of uh, his... Uh, whatever his, let's get into his, the after his, buzz his though. fuckboyness if you will let's get into that okay so after the season ends Should right we talk about who's that's what i'm about to whose do perfect matches were who oh go for it um okay so kai and danny are yeah per, are, turned out to be a perfect match this is a perfect match fail if you ask me what do you mean by that it means it makes sense on paper and in real life could not be a worse matching why they're clear. There's no chemistry there. There's no chemistry because they never built chemistry because I don't think that uh, it seems to me, and, and this is just me saying things, okay? I don't think Kai is sexually attracted to Danny, and I think that was it. Kai is a, a sex, sexual-driven person, uh, likes to fraternize with people they find attractive, and I don't think that Kai found Danny attractive, and I, and I think that's why when they figured out mathematically that they were perfect matches, it seemed to be almost like a big brother, little brother thing, yeah. where it was like, I'm going to be your guiding light and help you get through why you're such a dick to people you're in a relationship with. You know, I, I was... A lot of that talk of he balances him out yeah. shit, which usually means that they're good, they're, friends. They're good friends, right? Yeah, I was going to talk they about this. They did hit this. the boom, boom room. I was going to talk about this when we were talking about the reunion, but I think it's safe to just bring up now since we're talking about this couple. During the reunion, it was a bunch of like, Kai, why were you so shitty to Danny after the show, basically? And for some reason, Kai could just not be like, I'm just not into Danny. Why? Why was Kai making up all these excuses? Like, I don't want to bring you into my messiness. Yeah. And it was bizarre. You had no problem bringing everybody else into your messiness. And it was almost blaming Danny, like... You're too put. You're, you're too, too good together. for this, man. Yeah. You're too good for my 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 sandstorm. My windstorm. I have to get my of, shit right before yeah. I can. And then, meanwhile, Kai's in a relationship with a Jenna lookalike. I saw you guys on Instagram. Okay, it's wild. So Kai and Danny are a match. But why? What is your theory as to why Kai can't just be like, I'm not into Danny? Because he doesn't want to oh, hurt. Because you don't want to hurt Danny's feelings. You don't want to hurt Danny's feelings. Danny's a good guy. Yeah. Felt bad for Danny, you know? Um, in the Kai end, Danny just... got a screen time. In the end, Danny got a screen time. And his fan base. People love Danny. Oh, of course. I, I, and, and, and if we're going to go pop in at After Buzz here and there, because I guess we can kind of smash them both up. Yeah, let's smash them up. Uh, it seems like Danny's doing aight since uh, yeah. the smirk on his face when they were talking about, so what's your life after the show? I think Danny's doing aight. I think he's doing aight. Now, I was, um, I was watching on the television, the reunion, and I was also watching the live feed, like the whatever you call it, like the talk, the comments that were happening under the live feed. There's a chat in the YouTube. Okay, I was yeah. watching the chat in the YouTube, and then I was also going to the Reddit chat that was happening, the live Reddit chat, which, once again, learned my lesson. I got to stay off Reddit, It's okay? tough out there. Sorry for our Redditors out yeah. there, but it is tough on, I, uh, on I person. Just, it's, I feel strange in the Reddit universe. Um, but I'm watching the comments go back and forth, and as soon as Danny comes on, everybody loves Danny. Like, fan favorite. There's a couple of fan favorites. Danny, Remy, Page and Basit. 
Yeah, Basit seems to be the Basit, ultimate. Basit has been put on a pedestal as like the example of a good person in the house. Well, let's talk about Basit. So Basit, this was the weird one where they told yeah. us that Basit and Jonathan were a perfect match through editing. They wouldn't they they didn't reveal it till the very end. We didn't know they were a perfect match till they got the uh the $7500,000 at the end of this thing. But um we knew as viewers and they had a very cute uh coming together. Um you know, the through the storyline of And you of mean John- we know it, we knew it as viewers because they paused the screen and like perfect match yes. lit up well, underneath when them. And they like kissed in the backyard or yeah. something. Like it was, this is it was a perfect odd. match. It was odd. I didn't know why they did that. I have a theory. Yeah. I think we saw Danny and the house really like figure out that Basit and Jonathan were a perfect match. And so just to like get ahead of that, they revealed it to us. I also think that we weren't we normally we get way more truth booth action. Yeah. Or more perfect matches in the beginning. A lot of perfect matches. We didn't get any. So they were trying to like hold us off. I do want to mention this, something that I remember now that I was going to say before. And you were talking about how like loving this this crew of people were, but then I was saying that during this after buzz and the messiness online, starting to realize that maybe it wasn't all cracked up to be sweetness. I I think um Quite honestly, the editors were like, we're, we're just going to make the storyline seem a lot less uh, malicious. We don't want them to fight with one another no, because I, I this disagree. is our first queer okay, season and we don't be, want that to be that as is, disgusting as the straight seasons. That could be what's going on. But when I'm saying that this cast loves each other, I'm not saying it's all sugar and sweet and rainbows. There's still people. They're still getting in fights. But there seems to be more camaraderie here than in past seasons. They completely cut out the weirdness between Kai and Remy that we we find out about in the reunion y'all remy showed up with a a notepad of he, he, things to address remy had a legal pad full and he of was shit. like he was like i brought notes and it was so great and then he launched into reasonings why him and kai do have this um back and forth this uh beef so to speak that you, nick is talking about that was edited out of the season we didn't really see any of it um, but you know what? Remy was just like going into so many details. I zoned out. I just kept watching Paige looking at herself in the reflection yeah, of the it video. Yeah, kind of distracting. I agree. And then Remy was just going on and on. And I was like, I, I'm not following Remy, but I wanted to know more of his notes. You want clarity of what he was basically yeah. saying? He's saying that uh, he's, uh, Jenna came up to Remy and basically Remy and Jenna had some sort of an understanding that uh, Jenna does not want to keep falling for people and having this vicious cycle of picking the wrong person. Once they figure out that Kai is that wrong person, anytime Remy saw Kai and Jenna fraternizing, he kept pulling Jenna aside and going, girl, you're fucking up. Like, yeah. don't do this. Yeah. And he said it was very respectful. Everybody else said it was very respectful, too, the way it was happening. It yeah. wasn't, like, getting in people's faces, but kind of nudging uh, Jenna, being like, remember? Yeah. Kai eventually uh, caught wind of this, and this is what we didn't see, uh, which is Kai basically going over to Remy and being like, stay out of my fucking business. Mm-hmm. And Remy, I guess, kind of just defending himself. Yeah. Um, but uh, so Kai saw Remy as somebody who's getting in the way of this relationship with Jenna, even though they were a no match. So, you know, that we didn't see any of that. Normally, you see all of that. Yeah. You know, and I, and I found that uh, they could have probably had that in there. I mean, it didn't seem like they wouldn't have been able to fit it storyline-wise. I mean, we sure did get a whole lot of Jenna and Kai. Why couldn't you have put this layer on top of it? Mm. Especially in the first half of the season. So, I don't know. But yes, Remy with the legal pad, was, it was it was fun watching Remy. Um, but they squashed that beef immediately. Well, uh, I mean, Kai like did a, a very big apology. Yeah. And Remy was like, you know what? I, I If you're being genuine, I'll take it. Yeah. You know, but I don't know if Kai was being genuine. It seemed a little too polished and sort of showy to uh, for my taste but I'll say that Kai and Jenna they were the first guests really enjoyed them if Kai you guys, Jenna and Danny yeah Kai Jenna and Danny really enjoyed them if we're you talking guys, after buzz now if you watch the after buzz which I highly recommend you do it's on their YouTube page look at Jenna's face when she when when um, she's listening to Kai talk about how he's just like too messy to like date Danny Jenna's given for real faces and it was wonderful 
to watch because sometimes I think these people forget in these situations that there is a camera and they're not just doing a podcast. And uh, it seems to me that, and I believe she said it, they're like very good friends. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, uh, tight friendships that have come out of this. That's what I'm saying. Like this is a more bonded cast, it seems like. Then Remy and Paige show up. Remy's got his um, legal pad. Didn't get to all of his notes, but very, very much loved seeing them. Jonathan showed up on the screen. And so Jonathan Bissett, as, as oh, we were yeah. saying before, mm-hmm. they Jonathan were a perfect match. Jonathan was there before now, Remy and Paige. Ashley gets involved on the internet. Apparently there's some sort of something going on that is a little nefarious in the relationship of Bissett. And Jonathan, do you want to get into that at all? Well, after Remy and Paige were done on After Buzz, they hopped on Justin's live and they were doing his live um, that was on Instagram. And that is when Remy was supposedly reading things off the legal pad, getting to the notes that he didn't get to get to on um, the reunion show. And I didn't watch the live, but I did read Reddit. And Reddit reported to me that the reason why Basit and Paige don't get along is because all summer Basit has been kind of like flirting with Remy and encouraged Remy to cheat on Paige and DM'd Remy and said, you know, we should have been perfect matches and leading Jonathan on like, oh, we'll see, we'll see. And Jonathan's 100% in it, but Basit is not in it and is leading Jonathan on. I think that is what Reddit told me. I don't fully understand this because Basit and Paige are not talking about it. So it's people talking around them about it and not actually talking about it. And Jonathan's not talking about it. But Jonathan looked so gorgeous on this reunion. It's, I know that's not what we're discussing. So did Basit. They both are incredibly put together people. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. humans. So my favorite part, I had two favorite parts, three favorite parts of the reunion. Four favorite parts, okay? First one's Remy and the, the notepad. Second one is Brandon came on, breath of fresh air. Uh, he was eating a banana. He seemed relaxed. I was like, damn, we got robbed. We should have gotten more Brandon. Should we ever? It seems like Brandon's very chill and I don't know if that's what you like in a reality TV show. His personality came across very well in this reunion in a way it did not come across on the show. As we all know, Brandon was a perfect match with Asha. Uh, Asha? Whatever. Um, I don't. <laughs> there's too many goddamn names. Uh, but yes, um, they were perfect matches, and apparently the story being that uh, they just kind of were pissed off that they were a perfect match that early in the game, and that nothing really happened in the um, honeymoon suite because yeah. they were just kind of friends. Yeah, yeah. Like if they had had more time in the house to, for things to develop, something might have developed. But all of a sudden they were a perfect match, and they were in the honeymoon suite, and they were like, uh. You know, things hadn't things hadn't started cooking yet. And then it's hard to have things cook when there's all the pressure to have things cook is how I viewed it. Um, my my third favorite moment on the reunion was Kylie. Okay, who literally running through the streets of New York while she's FaceTiming so that she can get better Wi-Fi. It was incredible. It was a great moment it made me laugh and then she's like sorry guys they're like we can't hear you she's like sorry guys i'm outside of this comedy show and i'm like what comedy show kylie because i know you're in new york what comedy show were you at who did you see i need to know who made you laughed who made you laughed kylie we also want to know um it's your last night in new york where are you off to she's like from like a uh, like uh, salt lake city or something right? oh is she? she she's from a place yeah, that's kind of hemmed in a little bit. And I don't know if she's living back there, but I uh, didn't get enough of Kylie on there. Now, Kylie's perfect match was Justin. Mm-hmm. And uh, Justin was not on this uh, After Buzz reunion. Yeah. But they were perfect matches. The other folks that we got to see who phoned in. Um, Wait, I want to say my fourth favorite moment. Oh, go for it. Amber and Max in there talking about, what did you say? It's Carrie, not Kari, yeah, right? I think it's Carrie. Carrie. Um, when... Max just keeps talking and talking. Max really didn't. This is not a good look for Max. Fraudulent. Fraudulent. Yeah, fraudulent is forever famous. Someone counted it and said that Max said fraudulent 43 times. It was pretty wild. He it must have been insane. hammered. He, was, he seemed things. Yeah. It seemed like he woke up the next day and really felt it. But my favorite uh, moment that, is Max? when Amber told him. She said, can you let me speak? And I was mm. like, damn, Amber. 
Uh, by the way, they're like and good for you. They're like best buddies. Yeah, that's Amber what they were saying. Are like yeah. best buddies, and apparently that there was like a romantic storyline between Max and Amber that we did not get to see. Oh, and that's how Amber got to know Justin. And so when Amber was talking to Justin, and there was the times where they're like, "I'm both of your girlfriends now." Yeah, I always was kind of like. That's really shitty to do to Max because you just want to hook up with Justin. Yeah. And so now you're like horning in on their relationship. It would have made much more sense if he, she, w- the reason she says that is because she had already found like that Truly. she has a connection with Max. Yeah. But then was sexually attracted to Justin and was like, this would be my perfect relationship if we had both of these dudes. Yeah. You know, and um, it, it was interesting that Justin wasn't, uh, Max wasn't getting super offended by Amber, and I guess it's because they all knew that they were kind of all attracted to one another. Well, Max's defense, because everybody kept being like, Max, why are you so upset with Carrie when everybody tried to fuck Justin? You know what I mean? Because Max's whole thing is like, I don't talk to Carrie. His perfect match, by the way, because she tried to get with Justin. Literally everyone tried to get with Justin. And he says that the difference is that Carrie tried to have an emotional relationship with Justin. And that is where he draws the line. But a lot of shit was being talked about Carrie and... Carrie showed up. She showed up with a notepad as well. She didn't have a notepad. She had a notebook. She had a binder. She had a trapper with, keeper. With laminated receipts, wow. folks. Putting up a black and white version of a text message thread that you was too blurry to see on the shitty camera they were using. And people were talking over one another when her and Noor show up on this thing. Yeah. What would, what did Noor do? Noor. Talk about Paige? Over talk. Like they were like rushing through Noor at the end because yeah. the sit was like on the line. They were trying to get her off. Noor talked about Paige a little bit and, and kind of explained why there was a lot more in there. If you want to really get into it, basically what it was was it wasn't just about the fact that she was kind of dating. She wanted to like go on a date with Amber. Yeah. Apparently, Paige had gone up on the first or second day and told Noor, hey, Noor, I'm going to let you know this right now. Amber is your perfect match. It's it's just a done deal. You got to choose Amber. Got Noor all excited about this Amber thing. They make a connection on that beam ceremony. Paige goes up there, chooses Amber. And Noor's like, what the hell? And she says that this was one of the, either the ceremony before or the actual ceremony, which they lost $25,000. So she was basically <laughs> saying that she got hoodwinked by Paige, didn't understand why it was going on, and that fueled the rage of the ostrich comments and all that stuff. Mm. So, I don't know. More stuff they didn't why show. Why don't I believe Noor? I don't know. Paige wasn't there to defend herself. I do not believe Noor. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really into Noor. Noor also had some, like, tweets surface over the week that do not look good. I'm tired of these uh, people being cast on reality television um, and then they're popping up on our screen, and then we learn that they use racial slurs and tweets. I'm done with it, okay? If you are someone who wants to be on a reality television show, do me a favor. Don't be racist or homophobic. Scrub that Twitter. Okay, or scrub the Twitter. But first, just don't be racist and homophobic. It's not that much to ask. So, okay, um, who is Noor's perfect match? Noor's perfect match was... Jasmine from Jasmine, Mississippi, who also came in. She just was del- a delight. She didn't really she have was, the yeah. tea to spill anything like that. I love that her internet didn't work. Her internet wasn't like, working. They kept like going in and out. That was a fun thing. She looked great. Everyone looked really good, and it made me realize I'm gonna miss this cast. Mm. Um, I think that's it, though. I mean, we could keep talking about Twitter beefs and stuff, but I don't really know all of the things, and I feel a little out of the loop. But the most important thing is that this season, they won the money. They won the money. They came together. They found their perfect matches. You know, there are no losers on this season. There are no losers in Are You The One except for season five, which lost. And I still think about you every day. Ashley, I commend you for keeping it real and not keeping it fraudulent folks that is the podcast thank you so much as i said before make sure you are rating us five stars on apple Podcasts. write a little something nice in the review box we're trying to get to 100 before the end of the year 125 gets a cropped pick 150 gets the whole shebang y'all know what we're talking about also if you want to follow us on twitter find us at reality blows pod dm us any sort of requests for shows for us to watch we love recommendations you can also follow ashley at ashley b roberts on twitter 
You can follow me on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M A. Wait, no, that's N I C K M A R I T A T O. It's a lot to, a lot of vowels, folks. So get up on that. And uh, also, please email us uh, your loves uh, about our show, your dislikes about our show, recommendations, anything at our Gmail at reality blow uh, at reality blows podcast at gmail.com and folks keep it fre- funky fresh but never fraudulent we'll talk to you next time bye another recap of the next episode of the challenge coming at you Thursday morning peep that folks okay bye <laughs>